Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's me, WWE Hall of Famer from the LOD, Road Word Animal. And who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Monty and the Pharaoh. I just want to say thank you to our subscribers as we now have hit the 10,000 plateau. Thank you to all our subscribers out there. But I'm going to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged YouTube Monty and the Pharaoh member. Yes, that's right, folks. You can check it out. We've got three different levels. Uh, there's free shirts. There's free autographs. There's all sorts of perks for our members. There is nothing more we enjoy than giving you this program. And to do that, we need your support, and we appreciate your support. This is Jimmy Farrow, and don't forget to check out Monty and the Farrow every Thursday from Indie Music TV and on Cablevision here locally in New York, Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Farrow. Later. Is that good enough for you? Can I finish this? Lesnar's killing him. I'm pissed. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. 
Only seen here out of Indie Music TV, out of Ron Konkoma, Long Island. And at the board is the now famous Matty Ice. Matty, how are you, pal? One up, one up. I'm Matty, doing great. I've, I've been feeling fo- fielding phone calls, bro. Wow. Everybody's like looking to get Matty Ice as their producer. You you look like you got a bright future ahead of you, young man. Thank you. I, I, I really hope so. Well, wait a minute. They, they can't have him. No, no. You stay right here with us. That's that. How was your trip to Boston anyway? What? It, it was good. Well, I went to uh, on the south shore of Massachusetts, and it was um, blinking out in the, the, the town name right now, but I was on the beaches. Uh, I was on a beach house. So you were, you were on the beach? Yeah. Did you happen to see any whales, like, <laughs> wearing flip-flops or anything like with that? With goatees? With goatees and yeah. flip-flops? Yeah. We were whales, luckily like, enough to be on a private beach, so no whales. Interesting. Really? It was, so it was blubber-free beach. <laughs> blubber-free <laughs> Very, <laughs> very interesting. By the, by the way, did you get a chance to visit the po- the Podcasting Hall of Fame in Boston? Uh, no. it's It's vacant. There's not, it's an empty building. No. Yeah. And if you didn't know that, yeah. that is yeah. the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, oh. how are you, buddy? I'm just... Uh, I'm here. What do you want? Four four o'clock this morning again with the birds. Get up! Move! You're I'm, like a new pharaoh. Uh, yeah, I'm a tired pharaoh. Uh, well, that's actually good for the uh, show because uh, the delirium is on deluxe. Go that's on. what I'm talking about. Go on. Uh, rest in peace to rapper Biz Markey, known for his song, Just a Friend mm-hmm. Dies at Age 57. Um, yeah. The musician born Marcel Theo Hall died with his wife Tara by his side. His rep con- uh, confirmed mm-hmm. his cause of death was not revealed. Interesting. Uh, I, I've read that he was uh, in a diabetic coma. He definitely suffered from a, I think it was type 2 diabetes. Uh, he's he's. Oh, so you do have some kind of... He's uh, a, Yeah, he's a Long Island man, as we both know. He's from Patchogue. He was born in Harlem, I do believe. I'm not positive, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure of that. Uh, 57 years old. Had a top 10 hit back in 1989, which went platinum with Just a Friend, as you mentioned. It's hard to believe. It's oh, that- baby, you. Don't, don't. You got what I need. <laughs> I, the first time I heard that. She says she's I, just a friend. I thought that my cat had been hit by a car. Really? Yeah. You don't yeah. like my singing. But what the... Well, it, well, that wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad, did, right? Actually, wasn't too bad. No, I mean, I remember the did first time... Did you have time- sex that song? No! That's you had you did the wild thing to that. Absolutely, you could rock it with that. Song. You didn't sing it while you were doing it, did oh, absolutely. you? And she stayed in the room. And she said, "She didn't leave you immediately." And I'm just a friend. She didn't call Kings Park Psych Center to have you <laughs> taken away. That's very. She might have. Biz Monty Biz, performs. Biz Monty, you're just your friend. That's great, Mike. That's great. You know, uh, well, not for nothing though. Rest in peace, because this was a Long Island guy, and he definitely made his mark in this. Business. Absolutely, rest in peace, definitely. Biz Markey. Another yeah. legend lost. Yep, yep. Not this time. Not a wrestling legend, but a uh, well, hey, a musician. Music. He and did leave his mark. Unfortunately, seemed to have. Alarming similarities when it comes to mortality rates. What else you got? We want to thank everybody out there uh, in YouTube land and Facebook land and Twitch land and everywhere land. Thank you guys for joining us today. We always appreciate you guys sharing your Thursdays at 9 p.m. with us. Uh, Coming from New York, a hero NYPD cop describes how he saved stabbed victims' life with potato chip bag. With what? Quote, I just needed something squared off at the edges. Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> is this a, did, did, the, did the officer actually say this because this is funny 
Yes, he did. Uh, squared off at the edges. So was it? Uh, what brand was it? Um, I think it was. Squared it could have been Lay's. Lay's? Well, nobody could, you know, resist more than you know. But the important part? What? That's my nephew. Get out of here. The hero wait, wait cop is was, my nephew. Was, wait a second. This was on the cover of a major New York newspaper. A couple of them, right? This yeah, is, this absolutely. Is, this, is your, this is your nephew. We're very proud of him in the family. How did he do it, though? Ronald Kennedy Jr., my man. How, how did, I'm how proud did, to be your uncle, brother. Absolutely. I would be, too. Uh, how did he do it, though? I mean, how did he, how did, how did he do it? He had EMT training. Um, okay. This, okay. This young man was stabbed on the streets of the Bronx, I mm-hmm, believe it was. Mm-hmm. And, drug uh, deal gone bad, I'm assuming. Drug deal gone bad, Harlem. yes, sir. It was in Harlem, um, I believe, from yes. the article I saw. Go on, go on. Sexy Granny, thank you. Best show on YouTube. I thank appreciate you. those comments. Sexy Granny. Sexy awesome. Granny. Nothing awesome. better than a sexy granny. Like, I'm going to argue with facts? Sexy Granny. Might need a potato chip bag for Sexy Granny. Anyway. Utz uh, or Lay's? So he, he put the potato chip bag in. He got some... <laughs> What is wrong with you? A lot. Do we have an hour? So he we covered do. the wound, and yeah. he saved this young man's life. So that is, kudos oh, oh to the man Lord. in blue. Wow. That is. 802, thank you again. I re- we really appreciate those kind ca- comments, man. 802. Oh, look at Dank. What? Your nephew? That's a world news. Congrats. I bet the apple don't fall far from the tree. My friend, Dank, I appreciate that, but nice. I was never a hero like that. My nephew has bypassed me at a half my age, and I have nothing but respect for the police oh, that yeah. protect oh, yeah. and serve our country. Oh, and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I couldn't be prouder. I, I couldn't amazing. be prouder as it's an uncle. It's amazing. I mean, what was it like speaking to him about this? I mean, uh, how do you... How do you even, you know, way to go there, kiddo? I mean, this is amazing what he did. It's just, that's incredible. You know, incredible salute. Pro wrestling was hot this week, my friend. Mm. Uh, right. Charlotte Rhea tore yeah. the house down and money in the bank. Thought process on that, my friend. Well, I think that you pointed out to me, and I completely agree with it. At the beginning, was things a little rough for Charlotte with the uh, crowd uh, interaction? And what happened, Mr. Monty? She gave him a finger. Wow. And she gave him a crotch shot. And the the match completely changed course. See, folks, that's why all these weeks, all these years now, we have been telling anybody who will listen that Charlotte Flair is the greatest wrestler in the world when it comes to women. You know what? And when it comes to men, she's better than most of them. I agree, sir. If not a a very small percentage uh, left over to even contend with her greatness, okay? She knew exactly what she was doing there. She got the crowd completely turned around. And by the end, what was the chant? Those those three words. This is awesome. That's it, brother. Here it is again. Charlotte Flair is amazing. Phil, thank you. Very resourceful in a crisis situation. Good stuff. Yes, sir. It was. There's Mm. nothing uh, harder than reacting during a very... I'm blown Emotional, away. scary time. I'm blown away by that. We got what we wanted. Yeah. Money in the bank. The return of John Cena. Oh, yeah. How great. How absolute. John Cena Jr. Jr. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> oh, could you John... imagine John Cena Sr. coming out? Mm, no. <laughs> no. Because then all of a sudden I'm canceling my membership to, to Peacock. And I no longer watch wrestling. I basically just watch those Godzilla movies you make fun of me for. We'll get to John Cena here in a minute, but anyway. Wow, you almost said his name right. Almost. almost. Well, almost don't count. By the way, everybody out there, let's mm-hmm. do a little personal test at home, and we're going to test our producer a little bit. If you can say John Cena Sr. five times fast without tripping over, you win. Also, 
for you creative folks at home, because I know the audience is right there with me on this one. I would like you to try the typing test. How many times and how fast can you go, John Cena Sr., John Cena Sr., John Cena Go ahead, try it. So it's, it's called finger. <laughs> it's called finger tongue twisting. And we'd like to hear from you as how it went at home for you. Were you able to do it? Because I can't do the verbal. Let's see if we can do the fingers, too. So let's have fun at home. So John Cena Jr. comes out. What's wrong with us? To a pop. So what's wrong with you? Um... <laughs> I never look. That was I always, great pop. That I was always, awesome. I John always Cena's have been a back. huge fan of John Cena. Yes, you have. And I got to tell you, I, I just marked out. I marked out. out. How great is and that? I'm not a big fan of at all. Well, I can't even call myself a fan of John Cena, but I know what he means, and I, I'm always interested when he comes on the, my television set so, or nowadays my phone. So explain to me this, uh, right? Yeah. I don't really know John Cena Senior. <laughs> um, hmm. I. Due to recent activity you know, in the last Cena couple citizen, of weeks, I've seen John Cena Senior yeah, yeah. on Big Fat Whale's show. Okay, um, <laughs> and <sighs> this guy is the most uninteresting man in the world. I already fell asleep. <laughs> so, let, but I ask you this question: you know. As much as I love John Senior Junior, mm-hmm. how could he even be related? What? To that slug, John Senior, <laughs> Cena, Senior. Well, I, please explain to me, Farrell. Drop some wisdom on I, me. I don't know if I can. Apparently, he swam the fastest, and there he was. Babe Ruth says, "John Cena, toupee, Senior, <laughs> Senior." That is the worst <laughs> rat rug I've ever seen. You, 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 you know, your son makes millions and millions oh, and millions of dollars. Can he yeah. at least buy you a decent rug? <sighs> it's rough. Could you? It's rough. Like, just go, it's look, rough. Junior, can you just get me a rug? Can you buy me something from men's hair now? Mm. Something that looks real? And that Mr. Rogers sweater has to go. <laughs> it's got to go. Wait, so back to the question. I mean, he comes in and he takes his shoes off. Would you be mine? Could you? Well, what's going on here? I'm not interested in this. And by the way, this is really, this is, what's, this is what's really messed up. I wanted to know more about... John Cena Senior. Hey, I said it once, really slow. Henry four oh seven says big fat whale show. LOL. I'm sorry, that's kind of mean. Wait a second. First of all, I want to let you know that I went big to the big fat whale with hold, slippers. Hold on, I went to the Carvel website and finally, Fudgy the whale is going to have oh a brother, God. Pudgy the whale, and, and 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 he's got a goatee, and he's got he, he can almost smell the body odor coming off of a cake. How original is that? I mean, scratch and sniff. <laughs> this is more like scratch and die. I mean, who the hell would want Pudgy the Whale? Oy. So and the it. worst part is, when you're reading the box, it's just like an intro. You get so confused, you don't even know if it's a fucking cake. It's like, what am I, what am I looking at? Wait. And then on the back, wait a minute, on the wait back is a photo of John Cena Senior. Wait a minute, on the what? cake, on the cake, it says, "Keep the pro wrestlers working. Donate to my channel." Right. This cake is brought to you by your money coming to me. That's right. That's what it's brought to you by. And, and next week. And maybe I'll slip up some drugs so the, the, the cake stumbles over their yeah, words. Well, I, I've heard that there's money being saved up to get in. Oh I know this sounds God, strange, but Kalisto's great-grandmother is a regular guest. Every you know week. Be more interesting? Don't you want to hear from her, the great-grandmother Honestly, of Honestly, I would tune in to Fudgy's. That's his new name, Fudgy the Well. Pudgy. We'll tune in to Fudgy's show, Pudgy anyway. the Well. Yeah, Pudgy. Well, could be why called. doesn't Senior, instead names. of Senior sitting in his chair boring everybody, why does he just put his <laughs> wig in the chair and Pudgy the Well interviews the wig? 
That's a great idea, but I was thinking it's it, if you really wanted to, to be as exciting as what it's like to, to be talking to the to the, the, to the great John Cena Senior. Can wait, I real quick. Should, wait, can you say I, it five times fast? Let's no, hear it. no, try it. Oh God, can, I'm going to take the challenge first. The John Me. Cena Senior. Challenge. All right, here we go. <clears throat> John Cena Senior. John Cena Senior. John, I can't. It's I, over. I already failed. Anyway, back to my point. To get it as interesting as as having a. a, a polarizing guests such as this Cena citizen, uh, we could always have him just watch a Chia Pet grow its hair. Like, put a Chia Pet in the interview chair and right. just watch it grow its hair. Just you know how long it. that takes? You know, but it's about the same. Do you think John Cena Jr. is embarrassed of yeah. that his father's John Cena Sr.? Do I think he's... It? Yeah, I, like, Dad, I, stay I, away. <laughs> I th- it, that's a possibility. Uh, I think that it's almost boop, like... Boop. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but, you know, I think that it, it might be a similar situation to uh, the prodigy who's been drafted by the Jets, Zach Wilson. He's basically giving his mom money to go away at this point. Please stop. Stop. You're embarrassing me. Stop, stop, stop. No, I want to go on with that terrible podcast. Dad, Dad, please. Please don't. Please. I'm going to do it. Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm actually a big fan of Don Cena, John Cena Sr. Don Cena? Whatever. Senior? <laughs> I didn't realize John's now a Don. Wow, we better watch what we say. He's a Don. Dude, honestly. Wait. What? Is he the most boring guy in the world? Does does he match the title of this he show? He is the most uninteresting guy in the world. Yes, he matches the commercial. Yeah, pretty much. I'm already bored to death. Why, why are we doing this to ourselves? What's wrong with us? Back to what's wrong with us. Why would we do this? Because... Pudgy the whale, yeah, that kid just sucks. doesn't stop. Yeah, well, you know, early bird gets the what? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, pretty much. Tune in. <laughs> I would like Tune to thank in. the band that sings the theme song for Monty and Farrow, our own Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner Bart Gray. Ta-da! Bartman! A part of the what? band, huh? Wisteria Hall. Yeah. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain, and oh our God. theme song, Riding High. Yeah. You can find their music of Wisteria Hall on their YouTube page. Please go to their YouTube page, hit the like, hit the subscribe, and go to Spotify, Apple Tunes, and Reverb Nation, our Apple Music. Mm. If you didn't notice, mm. you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen here on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, the Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, the Monty and Nefaro page. Uh, channel. Go ahead. I just realized something. I'm sorry to cut you off. I can't believe off, you're interrupting you're, my monologue. I, I, I have to. I just have to. Wait, you ju- wait a minute. Everything's wrong here. I'm the only one who took the John Cena Senior Challenge. You did. You do it. Wait a minute. I, All right. Hold I'm on. I'm gonna try. Hold on. I'll try. Maddie, Maddie Ice, our our illustrious yes. producer, Maddie Ice. Yes. Maddie, I would. I am asking you to take the John Cena Senior Challenge. Go, brother. Go. John Cena Senior. John Cena Senior. John Cena Senior. John Cena Senior. No. John Cena no. Senior. That wasn't bad. It though. wasn't bad. Good job, Matt. Not bad. I'll he try it. He almost pulled it off. I'll try it. Oh, God, no. You ready? Drum roll. John Damarati's Big Fat Pig. Dan Marotti's 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 Big Fat Pig. Ooh, I'm telling. I'm reporting. I'm How was that? Was that good? That was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. I understood. Watch Monty DeFaro from New York, Channel 115, every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30. And for early risers on Channel 
115 from 6 a.m. to 6.30. And for the late people on Channel 20 from 2 a.m. to 2.30, where you will see our special guest who will be appearing after our commercial break. Yes. The owner yes. of the rebooted yes. championship wrestling yes. from Florida, Jeffrey Weaver. I nice. wonder what Jeffrey's going to think about us after this opening monologue. He won't. Wait till Jeff gets a, whole, a load do of you us. Think he Jeff, loves us. Do you think Jeffrey Weaver... What? Yeah. We'll have John Cena Sr. <laughs> on his wrestling show. He's much too bright for that. Don't you insult him. Do you him. think he'll at least <laughs> use John C- You know what? I have a what? great idea for Jeffrey. I'm going to present it to him. Okay. Okay. He'll have a tournament, and the winner gets to wear John Cena Sr.'s wig. And sweater. How great would that be? <laughs> and the winner of this Wait. tournament... But what if the I'll rug, buy tickets what if the rug is stinky and like he never washes it? He looks like he doesn't wash it. Anyway, we'll be back after <laughs> this commercial break with the owner of Championship Wrestling from Florida, Jeffrey Weaver. You can't see me. See you in a sec. Hi, it's Josh from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. We'll be introducing our special guest in one second. I just want to read a few comments out there. Henry407 says, come down to John Cena Sr.'s used cars in Roswell, New Jersey, and go get yourself a car. If you buy a car, you get a free toupee. Um, also, toupee for sale, Craigslist, called John Cena Sr. Oh <laughs> Want well, to welcome our special uh, guest, uh, Jeffrey uh, Weaver. How are you, sir? Thank you for joining Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, brother. Thanks for having me on. You are most welcome. Uh, we're very sorry you had to sit through that monologue. Poor man. It was the best on hold I've ever had. <laughs> so what do you think about my idea of possibly having a tournament and the winner winning John Cena Sr.'s wig? Is that oh, possible? God. <laughs> or, wait, oh, Jeff, Florida, you, I don't know. What if we put it on a pole, the wig? A wig on a pole match? Yeah, what if we did that? Jeff, do you think that would get over? <laughs> I don't know. Jeff's taking the high know. road, man. You never know. <laughs> well, actually, he's not, he's, not only is he taking the high road, he's seriously contemplating these things. He's thinking about them for the future. By the way, Monty Nefaro just signed a new sponsor, John Cena Sr.'s Used Cars. So he'll be sponsoring our show next week. So congratulations. All right, let's get serious. Oh, Jeff, Lord, help me. really, thank you for uh, coming on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, yeah. Matt, you got Jeff's name wrong. You got Jeff Beaver. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
does not. Boy, oh boy, this is out of control. Matt, yeah. <laughs> fix that B. Yeah. Oh my. All right, let's get serious. God. I can't oh, tell you how. Right. I can't tell you how we're excited to have you on, man. Yes. Really, yes. please. Yes. All right, Farrell, how yeah, about it, my friend? Longtime fan of your show. You guys are awesome. The thanks is all to you guys for having me on. Really, thank, thank y'all both. Well, thank you. First of all, before we begin all of this, I got to say massive thank you for keeping the torch burning for one of my absolute favorites growing up from childhood, Florida Championship Wrestling, the original greats, the Gordon Solis, et cetera, et cetera. I grew up with this stuff. Uh, Mike Graham, Dusty Rhodes, Kevin Sullivan, of course, by Bugsy McGraw, as I spoke to Jeff before we got on the air. Guys like Mr. Florida, Sir Oliver Humperdinck, uh, the Funks came to uh, It just goes on and on and on. What makes you bring this product back home to the fans once again well i'm a guy that you know grew up my whole life watching championship wrestling from florida and gordon Soley and all the gentlemen that you so graciously mentioned and it, the state hasn't been the same the sport hasn't been the same without it and it's been dormant for you know how many years 20 20 some odd years and nobody took interest in it vince almost did when he had Florida Championship Wrestling, but then he gave that up for the NXT idea, which is, you know, just, well, that's his business. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I live here in this state, and this particular company meant the world to me. And the fact that nobody cared enough to even try to revive it was appalling to me. So I started doing some research, and things started working out, and it kind of just landed in my lap. And now I'm on your show talking about it. So it's been a, been a pretty wild ride over the last 16 months. Um, just an absolutely wild ride, man. I've had a lot of life changes that I've had to make. Um, I ended up hurting myself. You know, at my, in my shoot job, I was a roofer. And I ended up falling 14 feet off of a roof and breaking my back in three places. That, mm. that downtime was what allotted me the time to to do the research to get CWF, CWF off the ground again. So I mean, it was kind of, you know, it was, it was an awful thing. It was a tragedy and it was kind of a godsend all wrapped up in, you know, two big operations. So how, that, difficult, that's how, how difficult was it getting it off the ground? Did you have moments of doubt? Did you, did you, did you face uh, challenges that you thought to yourself, boy, oh boy, this is a big undertaking. Can I pull this off? Well, I did think that because of how important it was to me. Um, the, the part that I underestimated was how important it was to a lot of other people, mm -hmm. you know, namely some of the guys that made CWF what it was. So when I pitched the idea to them, and you know, I, won't, I won't say his name, but you, you know who he is, I mentioned it to him, and a tear rolled out of his eye. And this is a 65-year-old man, you know, that's a man's man. He's, you know, former heavyweight champion. Been, he's worked all the biggest promotions in the world. And I, I, I said one sentence to this man, and a tear rolled, rolled down his cheek. Wow. I knew then that I was on to something and that if I did it, it had to be done correctly. So I, I seen what I had to do from a legal standpoint because there are certain trademarks that are owned by Vince that – are similar to the one that I purchased for CWF. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I definitely didn't want to, to start funneling money into this 
project and then end up in litigation with Vince. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing isn't a threat to Vince. He's the you know he's he's the best at doing this. So if anything, I'm I'm using his philosophies on a smaller scale because I, I, I don't have the bankroll that Vince has. So I can't just do things the way he got to do things when he started WWF, when he bought it from his dad. So, but I've taken some of those philosophies that, that made his business work for him. And I tried to apply those to our business here. And, and so far it seems to be working. How can, how consistent, you know, for the fan who, views your product that that recalls those old days how consistent is as your planning been as far as the product itself the presentation it does it lean more towards the sport of wrestling does it does it have some of vince's entertainment aspects also in there since you said that you're adapting some of vince's uh philosophies well um you know vince's is a lot more theatrical i'll say you know what sure. I mean? i'm not saying it's bad no. it's just a little more theatrical version of what mm-hmm. made me you know fall in love with this sport so i'm trying to recapture and re- rekindle the the, the 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 traits that made me fall in love with it and also keeping it back in my mind that this business is constantly evolving you can't just have you know old school style matches you have to have dudes that can fly you know you right. have you have to have you have to have things that the other the other style wrestling fans also want to see, so you're not excluding anyone. So, Jeff, are you going to try to recapture the old Florida Championship wrestling feel, like with a Gordon Soley type of announcer? There's already comments about Purple Haze, right? Mark Lewin back in the day coming out of the ocean. Are we looking at maybe kind of a rebirth with some of these characters, or are you going a totally different way? No, um... I, I feel like it's most important for you know our mission to absolutely show what the guys before us that laid, that laid this road for us to walk down. Now they we have to show the homage for those guys, or or we'll just be some some young guys who bought the name and are trying to ride off of yesterday's accomplishments. That's that's not at all what we're trying to do, but somewhere along the lines yesterday's accomplishment accomplishments that these great men that you know paved cwf they've been kind of forgotten about and pushed away and i I just want to dust that off and and show it to the world again there's there's still story there that people want to hear and people and guys that people want to see even if it's not in a match capacity what became of the independent scene during those 20 years you spoke of because you obviously i'm assuming you still were interested in attending wrestling watching wrestling you know, to the fan here who lives in New York, sure, we know about NXT. We know about FCW before it became NXT. But what was the independent scene like during those 20 years, and how frustrating was that for you leading up to your decision to do this? To be quite frank, man, the system has been broken the entire time I've been involved in it. Mm. Um, I made more money the first year out of wrestling school than I did my last year on the roster. Wow. And that's sad. Wow. That's sad. You know, I mean, that shows you right there how broken it is. And it's because there's an oversaturation of professional wrestling in this state. Mm. And there's an absolute lack of guys willing to work together, whether it be egos or whatever. Uh, I'm trying to break that mold. I'm I'm working with other companies like Fighting for a Cure. I'm, Mm -hmm. 
I'm, I'm helping them. I just got them a venue and, and I'm doing what I can do to help the owner of that. His name's Joe Abel. He's been, you know, one of my mentors in this business for 15 years. He was a, my personal manager for 10 of those years. And, you know, we kind of drifted apart. He, he, he stayed, you know, he, he ventured to doing the, the charity end of things. And I stayed trying to actually make a living doing this. And, you know, we, you know, we'd be on some of the same shows together, but he, he needed help this year. He had some, you know, health problems and I have a lot of free time. So uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I donated some of my belongings to help him and I'm donating some of my time and helping him promote his show. So, you know, if I do this, and then, you know, the next com- company comes along and they have a decent product with, a, you know, a good business plan. And they need a little push in the right direction. And maybe me or one of my guys on my team will have that. Maybe we can start breaking this, you know, mold that the indie scene in Florida has become. You That's, said something you know, very interesting about so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying nobody's tried to fix it in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. All they mm-hmm. have done is just add more bullshit that makes it bad. So it's, it's about time people start seeing this and making a concerted effort if they really love this business like they say they do. You mentioned something very interesting about that there's an excess of professional wrestling in the state of Florida, and I completely understand that because it feels like on a lot of these rosters they have eight pounds of shit in a two-pound bag. Um, what is your challenge as far as assembling your roster? Do you have a cutoff point in your mind, a number? Okay, this is too many wrestlers. Do you, how difficult is it for you to assemble a roster where you can effectively book and push everybody in the way you want to without having an excess number of wrestlers? How difficult is that? Well, I'm, I'm not, you know, going to try to, to hire, every talent that has a glimpse of something special. I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been on this scene for 20 years mm-hmm. and I've seen and worked with the, the best of the best, at least as far as the guys in this state. So these are pretty much the guys that I've assembled and, and they've gotten behind me just mm-hmm. like I've gotten behind them in their careers and their personal lives. And I got guys like Eddie Torres. He's the authority, man. It, it, that's not just a gimmick, man. That dude's for real. He, he, he's no joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're talking about a 250-pound man that just just don't play games. And, and that's what Florida needs to be seen with. You got guys like David Mercury. who Jesus, man. If you can find a more technically-based wrestler, wrestler, I would be astounded. Um, Mercury is you know, leaps and bounds above most of the guys you see, even on television these days. And he's not signed. And I don't understand that. The dude is an absolute delight to work with backstage. So why wouldn't you put him on your roster? He's knowledgeable. He knows everyone. You can't, you can't fool the guy. You know, he's, he's, he's partners with Jay Lethal in their, in their, uh, their wrestling school, the wrestling lab, mm. along with Big Con, Connor from Ascension. Mm-hmm. And man, let me tell you, just to show you the level of training that these men are providing these young students, there's a guy on my roster. His name is Damon. He wrestled um, Romeo Quevedo. The kid is, I mean, I, I say kid, I shouldn't call him that. This, this man. Um, filled in for me because somebody um, couldn't make it to the show and David put him in and I'll tell you what after the show I I asked David you know whenever we're we're going through booking make sure you got this man on 
this kid is the future of the business in this state. We need more guys like him. And if all the guys you're training end up at the level that this man is, then we're going to be able to do this. <laughs> what is it like for you when you see how training wrestlers has become almost anybody can do it? Almost anybody can yeah. become a wrestler and wind up wrestling at the local high school at the very least for a card. You know, I mean, does this concern you? Obviously, this must piss you off. You, you know, yeah. your thought, your thoughts on what training wrestlers has become. It's it's bad, man. There's the ability to buy a ring nowadays is quite easy. Where you know, back in the older days, you had to know either how to make one or you had knew know how to to you knew had. Oh, I'm sorry. You had to know who was actually selling the things back in the day. Mm -hmm. They didn't have internet to make it easy. You had to actually know somebody. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, the internet has absolutely destroyed, you know, kayfabe. So there's all all fans are smart fans nowadays. Right. They can just get right on Google and find out anything about anyone, what their real name is, what they did for a job before they worked for WWE or TNA or AEW or SWE Fury or whoever. It doesn't matter. It's so easy. There's nothing that there's nothing hard about it anymore. You can just go to monster.com and buy a ring or you can go to highspots.com and buy a ring. And that's what these guys are doing. Yeah, it's coming in the mail next week, Mike, by the way. What's I, that? The ring. I ordered one. You ordered one? Yeah. Well, you know how Where we are we going to put it? Well, we used to pound each other in the backyard when we were kids. I figured <laughs> I'd put it in your own backyard. Jeffrey, They're taking uh, out the swimming pool. Are you way. happy that AEW and the WWE are going back on the road? With I understand mm. probably you didn't have a, you know, with COVID and everything, but Florida is open for a little bit. Mm. Um, was that affecting your business? Are you happy they're on the road now? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um if they're on the road and they're and they're drawing large crowds, they're going to take any attention that any smaller companies like myself would gather. It, they're they're the guys, you know what I mean. We all follow what they do. It's just the way it is. <laughs> he has he has the money for the television show weekly, so I mean, mm. people can just hop right on their local cable channel and turn it on. That's it. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, Jeffrey, and then I want to come back and we want to ask you uh, about you personally, yeah. how you got into wrestling so fans could learn and know the owner of the new CWF. Nice. Not a problem. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialist. 631 Two six one six four two zero. That's six three one two six one six four two zero. Auto Excellence. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by Because Wine is your second favorite four letter word. California wine. New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. 
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Nefaro is seen here on Thursdays from 9 to 10 p.m. out of Ron Kakama, Long Island. And we have the honor to be speaking with the owner of CWF, that's Championship Wrestling from Florida. I like to call it a reboot because we loved how much we love Florida Championship Wrestling. Oh, yeah. So, Jeffrey, coming out of the break... Can you tell the fans a little bit about yourself and how you got into wrestling and your love for wrestling? <laughs> kind of a long, boring story, but uh, sure. Just add some, uh, ring rats. Local... add some ring rats to the story. It'll always make it better. <laughs> there, was a, there was a local company that ran in my town, and you would every once in a while see they had road signs, the, like the plastic road signs or whatever. Every you know month or two, you'd see these road signs. Well, my boys, I have two sons, and they went through a little phase where they were getting bad grades, so I didn't take them anywhere, you know, and I guess these boys knew that their report cards were going to be a little bit better this this month, Mm. and uh, we're driving down the road past the, the, the mall in our area, and there was one of those road signs for a wrestling show. And my son said, "Hey, Dad, will you take me to the, you know, take us to the wrestling show?" I said, "Well, your report card will be here Friday, right?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, that you know, sign said the show was on Saturday. Your report cards are good. We'll go over here to the JP Igloo and we'll get some tickets." Well, Friday, them boys, my boys came running in, happy as could be. They got you know, no F's or no D's, anything like that on the report card. They got good report cards. Dad, you said you'd go buy wrestling tickets. I said, "All right, get in the truck. We'll go down." We drove down to the uh, ice skating igloo, or the ice skating uh, Ellington Ice uh, Arena, mm. and we stood in line. We bought some tickets and went back home. Saturday was the show, so my boys, I'm you know I was raised by a military man, so I can't be late to anything. It's just <laughs> in my nature. I can't do it. I'm always thirty minutes early for everything. Yeah. And this day was no different. We got there about 20, 30 minutes early, and there was nobody. The doors were locked. You could see through a little window. There was a ring and all set up and a stage and, you know, all that. And we're just standing there by the door waiting for them to open it up, and the wrestlers started coming. And, you know, I'm 6'5". I'm a natural 250, 260 pounds, depending on, you know, what my diet lately has been. Damn, so. Damn. Yeah, so uh, I'm much larger than most people. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm large for an average large, right? I'm not, I'm not a giant, but I'm definitely above average. In, big you know, dad, my height and big size. dad, big dude. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're standing there at the door, and all the wrestlers started walking by, and I seen the look on my son's faces. I think they were about nine or ten at the time, and. Uh, I, I noticed that I'm bigger than all the guys coming into the show. So we, we watched a show, and uh, it was a show ran by a guy named Joe Pipitone Jr., and it was called Fighting Spirit Pro Wrestling. Huh. And i tell you what, he brought Midian in, and Midian had just came off of his WWE contract or whatever, so if, you know everybody knew who he was, and there was probably six or 700 people in this room. Nice. It was my first independent show that I'd nice. actually been to besides, you know, Championship Wrestling or Suncoast Wrestling from back in the day, which was a lot bigger production. Um, but this was, you know, just a small little deal. And like I said, five, six, seven hundred people, which, you know, it, it's pretty respectable even nowadays. You know, when you gave me that number right away, I'm thinking to myself, that's a nice turnout. Go, to, Absolutely. 
Yeah, man. Little Pip Jr., he never played around. He he knew how to get asses in seats, buddy. Mm. And uh, mm. we watched the show, and I've seen some amazing things on this show. And afterwards, my sons are like, Dad, you know, you're bigger than every guy here. <laughs> and I said, yeah, you noticed that, huh? I'm smiling, you know. He says, why don't you find out if you can wrestle for these guys? You know how to wrestle. You can wrestle these guys. And I hadn't been to a day of, of training at this point. Not one single day. So I, I started asking around. I see somebody's, you know, sweeping stuff up. I was like, excuse me, who owns this show? And they said, oh, that little short guy over there, Joe. Joe's a really, really, really short little Italian guy. And uh, so I walk over. I'm like, hello, Mr. Joe. I don't mean to bother you. I see you're busy here, but I'd like to be a part of your show. I mean, if you need somebody to break down the rings or sweep up afterwards or whatever, let me know. I'd like to be a part of this somehow. And he says, hold on. We walk over, and he writes down his phone number and his address, and he's, he asks me, he's like, what are you doing tomorrow? I says, uh, working, but I should be off around 3 or so. He's like, all right, fine. Meet me at my house at 5. He gave me the address. Well, I finished up my job. I owned a, a, a tile flooring business at the time. And uh, I finished up my job real nice and early, and I shot over there. And he you know, knocked on his front door. He said, well, just follow me. And we walked through his, his side gate, and he has the ring set up in his backyard. And he says, uh, and I just look at him. He says, you want to be a part of the show, right? And I says, well, some kind of part of the show. He says, look at the size of you, kid. Get the hell on that ring. So wow. he got me in there, and he starts, you know, showing me the basics and stuff. Gets me to, you know, finally in the first day where I'm starting to take some back bumps. Didn't tell me to tuck my chin. And, I, you know, hit my head on the mat probably – seven or eight times and i got a really nice concussion the very oh, first day of training God. which was quite you know tragic i was going to tennessee for a family vacation for two weeks and uh when i as soon as i got into those mountains i'm you know i'm used to florida everything's flat down here when i got in those mountains buddy that concussion multiplied Wow. And it literally hurt so bad that I was sick for the entire two-week vacation you late in like, bed. You felt like your skull was probably <laughs> going to explode. <laughs> yeah, it literally did, man. It was the worst feeling I ever had. Holy climate change, Batman. Holy. <laughs> wow. So, Jeff, tell us about some of the wrestlers on your roster. Uh, we're going to show some pictures of the fans so they become familiar. Just, uh, you know, run through them. Tell, tell us about them a little bit. All right. Well, we have uh, no, no. We have. Uh, I didn't know who you were. If you were going to show a picture or somehow to answer the two, or no, just just but, talk uh, about them. We're just going to flash some pictures. We want to get the fans Wolf familiar Taylor, with your product. The deadbeat. This is Wolf Taylor, the deadbeat. He is a Florida-born, Florida-raised professional wrestler from Daytona, Florida. Very good wrestler. Joey Osborne. This is an English wrestler. One of the most technical wrestlers you will find anywhere. Just had a wonderful match with David Mercury. Hmm. The Jake of all trades, Jake St. Patrick. This guy is truly amazing. This, this, uh, this is the first show that he worked for me, and the first time I've, I've worked with him, period. I've seen him a lot over the scene. We were just in you know different shows at the times. Uh, but I tell you what, I'd like to work with this man a lot more in the future. He is an absolute delight to deal with. Jeff, what is the it factor for you when you're looking for a wrestler? I know that it always it varies depending on the uh, wrestler, but what do you what do you look for first? 
Well, um, I don't. I don't concern myself with that. I, 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 like I told you, I assembled a team, and uh, we all have our strong points, right? Mm-hmm. Eddie Torres is not just the authority in the ring. He's also the authority out of the ring, and he's the one that protects the integrity of championship wrestling from Florida. Gotcha. If you can get past Eddie, then you can get on my roster. Interesting. He's the locker, he's the locker room uh, leader. Oh, he's the man. Well, him, him and David Mercury both. Okay. I mean, they, 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 run, they run the whole backstage themselves. They're, they're no joke, man. Who are, you rap- real deep- Who are you wrapping your organization around? Who's your star of your organization? Who's your Roman Reigns, brother? Well, um, man, I tell you, for me, if, if, if I was solely the guy, which I'm not, but if I was solely the guy to pick that – I, I would always want to hang that mantle on Eddie or David. They they're the guys that have uh, really you know made a mark in this business, especially this state. They, they're the guys with the uh, credentials, man. They're they're the ones. What sort of uh, plan do you have to get that product out as much as possible when it comes to media? Because nowadays, of course, we've got so many options with the internet. Do you, do you have a particular plan of attack to get as much exposure as possible? I mean, what what do you do first? What's your what's your goals? Yeah, that's a that's a very good question and a, and a hard one. Um, I've, I've helped with a lot of promotions over the years, and I learned the back, you know, the, the backstage portion from some very you know good people like Hal Jeffries. He's been a mentor of mine for years. The guy worked for you know WWE for twenty years, I think. Worked for the mutiny. He worked for the Bucks. He, you know, he's worked for large organizations, and he's he's been a sponsor man for both of you know all those companies. Mm. Um, so naturally, when I started putting something like this together, I knew we were going to need sponsors. But I'm not. That's not really my strong suit. I'm, I'm good at talking to people, but I don't know the ins and outs of sponsors and sponsorships. And that's where Hal comes in. Um, so that's you know. Kind, kind of the way we're doing that. You know, a lot of the, a lot of promotions, you see the owner, they try to be the owner, the booker, the matchmaker, the, the sponsor guy, the dude dropping flyers off everywhere. They try to hold every job themselves. And what happens is they do every one of those jobs half-assed. Mm. And I've, I've worked for a lot of companies that did this. And I, I like to think that I learned, you know, from seeing things over and over, uh, you know, especially things like that over the years, to just not do that. I mean... How are we going to get this product out to the people? We're going to promote it. And if if I'm trying to be the booker and the matchmaker and the sponsor guy, I'm not going to have time to do my job of booking, you know, or, or my job of promoting. So we're we're going to try to we're going to go at this a little different angle than than every other company you see around here. So it's safe to say we will not be seeing you with the world heavyweight title around your waist now, Vince, <laughs> Vince Russo. Good, never. good, good. No, Very good. Never. Oh, thank goodness. Um, I, I refuse to even book myself in a managerial position because oh. I've managed a lot of guys over the years as well. Interesting. And I, I still have them trying to book me on their shows. And I told them, no, man, the entertainment days for me is over. I got, you know, uh, 18 inches of corrective, corrective surgery at my back right now with uh, full of metal rods and pins and crap. Yeah. So taking a bump is it's over. You know the the in ring days for me are over. Understood. Jeff, uh, fan smartphone out there is naming a few people: Eddie Graham, Mike Graham, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, oh, the Briscoes, the Funks, the Michael Hayes, the Freebirds, Kevin Sullivan, 
Purple Haze. Purple Haze. Uh, Woman. Yeah. Let me ask you, being a wrestling fan from Florida, who of that group was the most influential on you? (laughs) It, It was all of them. It was it, it's it wasn't one one guy or one character. It was it was all of them. You know, I I didn't grow up with a father in my house. You know, I was raised by my grandparents. You know, so I didn't have that. I mean, I had my grandfather who was a great role model and probably the greatest man I've ever known in my life. But he was a very hardworking man, and he was he was gone a lot working. You know, mm. so mm. when I when I wanted to learn how to act like a man, I. I had television, and I didn't want to watch anything but wrestling. You know, we had v- VHS tapes back in the day, VCR tapes. Oh, yeah. And I would record. Oh, you yeah. You know, I would record every show, and I would sit there and turn it off when the commercials came on and turn it back on as soon as the commercials went off, and I have mountains of VCR tapes, and that's what I would do. You know, I, I liked video games a little bit, but I loved wrestling more. Did those and, tapes, uh, did those I, tapes I survive? Did those VHS tapes survive? Do you still have those? I I do not have those, but my mother has some of those. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know how many she has, and I probably should find out. <laughs> yeah, and not for nothing, since you can get a wrestling ring on the internet, you can get a VCR, too. Jeff, uh, Maria Davis uh, out there is asking, do you have any wrestlers for the tag team division? Uh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Who you got? Um, Who you got? We have State Line, which is Eddie Torres and Damian Angel. Um, you know, they've been the team to reckon with in this state for the last 20 years, and, and they're still that way. Um, we have the Metro Brothers. These guys are phenomenal. And um, we, we have more guys coming in. Uh, I don't really want to release too many of those names yet because the ink hasn't hit the paper, if you know what I'm saying. Sure, sure, uh, sure. So, but there, there are more teams, and, and we are going to be bringing more down from other states as well. You're speaking of someone in your organization, friend of the show, uh, the great Andrew Anderson, star of The Wrestler and Gotham and so many things. Can you tell us a little bit about Andrew and what he means to your organization? Man, he's the star of our hearts. I tell you, the guy, I, I met him in May, April, April. Met him in April at a convention in Tampa. I'd seen him, you know, on Facebook or whatever, a, you know, a lot of times. We have a lot of friends in common. So whenever he, see, he makes a post, I comment on a post, we, we get to see each other's stuff. Uh, but I'd never had the pleasure of actually meeting the man. Well, our the CWF table was set up just behind Kevin Sullivan and Andrew's table. And, you know, I walked over to see my friend Joe, who was my, my friend Joe Abel, who had his table right on the other side of Kevin. So Kevin was in between us. And I walked around Kevin's table to say hi to my friend Joe and Mark Boswell there because I ain't seen either one of them in years. And uh, as I was walking back, Kevin says, hey, sir, what's that mean on your shirt right there? I said, what do those three letters stand for? What does it mean to me? <laughs> and he says, what's it mean to you? I said, uh, what, what it means to me is the greatest childhood a person could have ever, ever had. You know, my, my grandmother was a huge wrestling fan. She loved Dusty Rhodes. She introduced me to championship wrestling from Florida. And that's when I fell in love with the heel. 
I didn't know. I'd never seen a heel. I always played baseball or football as a kid growing up. There was no pro wrestling schools for kids. So, you know, that wasn't an option. Um, but the, the persona that the heel came out with just didn't care what anybody thought. I, it just resonated to me. Then I seen who Kevin Sullivan was. And I watched him for years. And he was probably, if not the greatest heel of all time, one of, in my opinion. In the penthouse, uh, in the penthouse of heels, in the penthouse. Yeah, he, he definitely knew how to control that crowd and make people hate him, and that intrigued me even at eight years old. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know, of course, you know, my other favorites would have been Macho Man, Randy Savage. He's uh, on my Mount Rushmore, Ric Flair, obviously, Terry Funk. Uh, God, it did the, the, if I could have more than four on that Mount Rushmore, I would. But those those would probably be my, my top four right there. Jeff, tell the audience, and this is not the easiest question, but I'm going to give it a shot. What differentiates your promotion from other indie promotions? And have you had a, a good reception from other promotions regarding your, your company? Well, I can tell you, um, I have heard some good things from other promotion owners that I know. Um, but the reception from the fans themselves was was probably the most humbling. Um, my, I think my favorite comment was, this took me back to when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Sitting at this show, the feeling that this show gave me took me back to when I was a kid. And that's when, yeah, I'm, I almost shed a tear myself on that one, you know? like Because nice. that was exactly the mark that we set out and aimed for, you know, like all the, all the independent companies in this state really just want to put over whatever the three letters or four letters that make up their company name is. Mm -hmm. They don't try to, to get their talent over. Mm -hmm. So that's more my focus. Um, I, I know that if I can, if I can get my talent known by the rest of the world, then my company will follow that. I don't have to try to put myself over. That's why you haven't seen me in any of the video. I, I've stayed completely backstage, and that's and that's the way I'm going to continue to do it. Jeff, I got to tell you, by talking to you, I I really believe that CWF is in great hands because what I'm hearing is true love for pro wrestling. And if someone truly loves pro wrestling and is is running a company, that's good news for its fans. So. Great job, man. Great job. Brother, I worked for that roofing company for 15 years. And when I fell off that house, they forgot my name. They literally didn't send me a get well card, not a telegram in the mail, not a fuck you, not a nothing. And when I woke up, my biggest fan was at the end of my bed. His name is Scott King. I'll, I'll never forget this man. And I'll, I'll make sure if, if I'm running a show, he'll never be charged for a ticket ever. In mm. uh, mm. my biggest fan ever at the end of my bed when I woke up was the most amazing feeling. It let me know that all the bumps, all the bruises, all the injuries I endured, all the, the ridicule for wanting to be a professional wrestler, it all paid for itself that in that moment. Amazing. What's the roofing company's uh, name, Marathi Roofing? Oh, they suck. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeff, where can the fans on your show either? Where can the fans find uh 
find your organization? Where can they buy tickets? How often do the shows run? CWFreloaded.com. All of our info is uploaded daily there. Um, I have a great tech team. Her, her name is actually Kelly McKay. She's been on you know the radio around here for years. She's quite well known and she's very good at her job. And yeah, you know, she's a godsend, man. Uh, she, I don't know enough about the computers and building websites and all that stuff. I'm a big dumb meathead. I lift up heavy things and get body slammed. That's my life, you know. Put <laughs> 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 a couple of things, and if it don't work, you better call someone. You know. <laughs> and tuck your chin. Tuck your chin. Don't forget to tuck your chin. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord. Well, well, I'll tell you, Jeff. We're rooting for your organization. I guarantee, uh, me and the Farrow will be down there in Florida to. Uh, join and support you. We're really looking forward to the growth of your organization, and we want to thank you for joining Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, sir. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you more than I can even put into words. And if you would do me just one small favor. Absolutely. Um, after, we get, after we go off air, mm-hmm. if you can email me an address, I'll make sure you get some limited edition CWF memorabilia. Oh, Nice. So you can keep it for yourselves, nice. or you can raffle it off or give it away on your show, whatever you want to do. You guys want to make sure that and you we'll, get some of this. And we'll do the same, and we will give you Monty Nefaro merchandise. Oh, that's a good exchange. We'll do well. That'd be great. Thank you. We look forward to meeting you in person, though. We will be in Florida shortly. Uh, yes, a doubt. My, man Andy, uh, my man Andrew Anderson, uh, I think he's in the process of trying to get a convention put together for CWF guys in, in New York. Okay. And if that all goes through, then I'll be trying to enlist a bunch of the guys that we talked about to come up with me. Nice. That sounds good. That sounds good. Nice. <laughs> all right, man. Have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, sir. You guys have a great night. Thanks, Jeff. All right, Best we'll be back at this commercial break. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com Do you treat your dog as part of the family? (laughs) Well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. This is Monty and the Pharaoh. How'd you like that interview, Jimmy? Loved it. Great guy. I really am excited about that company's future because he really cares. Awesome. I I, I got to agree. We were talking during the commercial break, and I mean that uh, you could tell the passion. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm got to tell you, man, I I was trying to think, is that the – 
same logo because that logo they're using right here is a hot right. logo. I can't it, imagine it's, that's it's, it's a, a brand it, new logo, it, right? It looks very much like the old one, but you know, I would have to really look look at it to see if there was some minor details changed because he did mention, you know, certain things maybe or maybe not trademarked. I don't know if that's one of them with Vince or whatever, but yeah, that logo that he currently has kicks. I ass. love it. I love it. And here's the other thing it's too. Fantastic. Call me call me maybe I'm crazy, but the yeah. the uh pictures they have of their wrestlers. Yep. I don't know who their photographer Excellent is. Job. Oh my god. Dude, the shading. I mean, dude, it's awesome. These look guys fantastic. look jacked, man. Holy I cannot God. tell you what. And sorry, folks, it's the truth. What a mark I always was right. for championship wrestling for Florida, and how much I am hoping that they just kick ass with this. Do you think I love do you, this promotion? Do you think that I want to see more of that this. photographer could take good pictures of? Big fat well. And, no, because you need wig. a wide angle lens that you can only get imported from Korea. And right now they're having a shortage on glass. I got you. And how about the wig? Can you focus on and make the wig look good? Well, you know, the wig can only be killed by a, a, a very large shotgun. I don't know. Last I heard, it was running down the New Jersey Turnpike. I'm rooting for a wig on a pole match. Oh, anyway. How about uh, a pudgy on the... Uh, upcoming events. <laughs> a pudgy on the pole? <laughs> a pudgy on a pole. <laughs> oh, shit, the pole's falling. We have our regular That's show over. on Thursday, which me and just me and Jimmy Farrow having a little fun, just. and we're going to thank you guys <laughs> for joining us. And then Absolutely. we have a special show on Saturday from 8 to 10 p.m. Yeah. where we have ECW star well, well, well. Joel Gertner Well, well, studio. well. Yeah, love Joel. This is going to be and great. And MTV star. Oh, oh my God. I can't. Marissa Jade. Oh, I'm melting. Next. Wow. Ah. I chihuahua. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't freak her out, though. No. No. Get I'll away from you, me. I'll let you do that. Are you going to wear a suit? I'm wearing a suit. I'm not wearing a suit. August. No. Well, no. I'm wearing a suit for somebody else. August oh, 5th. Okay. Uh, it's a Thursday. Our regular show. We have a tribute to New Jack where we have Super Crazy and Mustafa. And we're going to... We're going to just talk about New Jack and memories of New Jack. Marie da- Davis says out there, the wig. It falls off. Um, thoughts on uh, Mustafa? <laughs> what? What? Mustafa and uh, Super Crazy. Uh, come on. Absolutely love it. You know how I felt about New Jack and... I'm looking forward to seeing Mustafa again. He was a great guy. He was great on our show previously. And of course... I am going to try to brush up on my Spanish. I will fail miserably, but I cannot wait for Super Crazy. And this one... Where I I'm, love Super Crazy. One I would be good. wearing a suit for, and Phil just wrote after Super the interview... Crazy? you oh. No. You could sell the seat she's sitting in, and yeah. I think, Matt... We'll sell the couch after this interview because I think we get a lot of people to buy it. Because who sat on it? Because we will have the first who? lady of pro wrestling in, Missy Hyatt. Oh, my Lord. Amazing. Penthouse. Top top shelf. Legend. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm. This is... Uh, so you're wearing a suit for Missy Hyatt. I am wearing a suit you, for Missy Hyatt. You sly devil you. And then on September 17th, right. we'll be announcing some other things. It's going to be a full day of interviews, but one of the interviews, which is be on Friday at 1 p.m. on September, September 17th. Easy for you to say. Next. Um, we have no. WWE Hall of Famer no. and ECW legend Rob show. Van Dam in oh. studio. And the live interview will be exclusive just for members. Um, yes. We're doing this as a thank you. Yes. Um, yes. 
and to say thank you for supporting the channel oh, and yeah. we want you guys to be able to get your questions in it's going to be a 90 minute interview so you have plenty of times to ask questions to Rob Van Dam Amazing. and uh, you know it's almost like a personal one on one with Rob Van Dam so we're trying to do that for you guys and uh, just tell you how much we really appreciate everything that you do for us for sure um, for sure and following that, uh, we have John Cena Sr.'s wig. Uh, we're trying to negotiate an agreement with that. Um, we're going to interview John Cena Sr.'s wig. Yes. That's great. That's great. Anyway. You know what, though? It'll be more exciting than the man himself. There you go. Wow. Because he is, folks, the most uninteresting guy <laughs> in the world. This message was brought to you by NyQuil. Good night. Here. <laughs> anyway, there's more shows to be announced. I will tell you that... Uh, the names that will be on uh, that day is Abdul the Butcher will be what? in house. And uh, I thought I talked to you about you Abby. Did. Oh God, S- and Sab- Abby's coming. And Sabu will be in studio. No way. Really? Yes. For yes. Real? Yes. I love Sabu. Sabu will be in oh studio. Oh my God. It's not. It's official, but it's not official because the banner's not up yet. My fingers coming. Anyway, we'd like to oh, thank Jeffrey up. Weaver, the uh, owner of CWF Pro Wrestling. Absolutely. What a great interview. Oh yeah. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. You can catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, and Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Channel 115 every Tuesday in New York from 7 to 7.30. And for early risers, Channel 115, 6.30 to 6, 7 a.m. By the way, Farrow remind time. me, six, six, we just got, time we ju- I just got an email, a new contract for the cable show. So Sweet. we're going to have to re-sign um, okay. the contract. Awesome. So please remind me. Smooth as butter. We don't have a manager, so uh, <laughs> we're trying. Channel 20. <laughs> Friday, 1.30 to 2 a.m. Maybe I'll hire John Cena Sr.'s wig. What about Pudgy the Whale? He can't talk. He no, can't. he wants too he, much money. It's pretty obvious he has he to keep the wrestlers anyway. working. He has to keep... Listen, that's what he said. He goes, you want me to manage you? i got to keep the wrestlers working. Pay me. Yeah, that's great. I'd All right. Farrow, any parting words? Uh, let's see. Well, we've, we've learned some a few things uh, that uh, John Cena Sr.'s wig is in demand. But not John Cena Sr. That's that's one thing we learned. Yes. Uh, we've also learned that CWF absolutely kicks ass, and I cannot wait to see where it goes from here. I agree. So once again, uh, it's awesome to see a page from yesterday becoming today. By the way, Phil says the interview with John Cena Sr.'s <laughs> wig is going to be called, hold on, Phil, getting the scoop with the tube. <laughs> that's fantastic. I can't bear talking to the hair. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh, and until next time, later. And keep your hair on.